So we begin the season of Advent. Advent is a time of, of preparation for the Lord's coming. Sometimes we have kind of a reduced understanding or idea of what Advent is, because and frankly, sometimes we just see it as kind of this countdown till Christmas. It's like, oh wow, it's Advent already. And then you count the candles and then it's Christmas. Uh, it's much more than just a countdown to Christmas. This is really important. It's a, a preparation of our hearts and minds for the fact that God is coming, coming to us. So we have a God that wants to come close to us because he loves us, which is good news. Yeah? He, he is not distant. He's not distracted. He's not busy with other things. No, at all times, God is coming. He is drawing near. That word advent means arrival. So right now, uh, we are, we're doing a number of things during the season. One is that we are anticipating and preparing for Christ's coming at the end of time. So there will come a day when he will come, establish his kingdom definitively on earth, his victory will be complete, and we, we pray, will be a member of that kingdom. Towards the end of Advent, we will commemorate his coming at Christmas. We will recall the way in which God came close. So those are the two comings of Christ that we, we kind of look to. Um, but there's this third coming that we prepare for and, and, and uh, await, and even in some ways receive, and that is this idea that God is continually coming close to us. All the time. We begin Advent by, by taking up the readings from the prophets. So this is from a time in which people were, were crying out for God's presence to come. There was just this sense, this deep sense of their need for God, their need for him to come close, to save, to transform, to do all these things, to deliver them. And they were just crying out for him to come so we want to stir in our hearts, allow, allow that to stir in our hearts the same desire for God. First reading has this, this, this out of this longing of, of the prophet, it says what? Return for the sake of your servants. Oh, oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down. Like that you would tear the sky open and come be with us. You just see, sense like the depth of this cry of like, God, please come. Like, please come be with us. That you would rend the heavens and come down with mountains quaking before you. And then there came a day when God actually, he showed up. And he did come down. The mountains did not quake, except for perhaps at the sound of the, the voices of the angels. But no, he came in a way that was very silent and quiet and even hidden. But he came close in this place of poverty, this place of darkness, this place of silence, this place of waiting in anticipation. God came. He took a name for himself. That name is Jesus, a name which means what? God saves. He came to save us. So we know that Jesus came at Christmas. He came to be with us. He became a human being. He came incarnate. And we know, too, that he's coming at the end of time in glory, and he will fully be manifested to our eyes, and his kingdom will be established. But that almost gives the impression that what? He showed up, he left, and then he's going to come back. While it's true that God is not visibly present to us, hopefully he's pleasant, he's not visibly present to us, uh, we, can't, we don't see him in that way. Well, God is very much with us. One of the last things that Jesus said to his apostles was, Behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. 
God, the God of the universe, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are with you right now, immensely close, with unfathomable love and tenderness. Here's the current tragedy of the state of affairs is what? That we don't really know it. Like we forget about it. Amen? Amen. We live lives unaware that God is with us. So Advent is about what? It is about becoming aware and open to the fact that God is with you. He is in you. He has come very close to you. We don't have to cry out like the prophets, like, God, please come, because he's already here. He's already very close. I got to go on silent retreat a few weeks ago. Um, Priests are required by canon law to go on a retreat every year for at least five days. So it was an eight-day silent retreat. Eight days is kind of a a standard time of of retreat. You don't really talk to people. You keep your phone turned off. You don't read the newspaper. don't really read books. It's just quiet. And it's amazing what happens in the quiet. Like your mind starts to slow down. It takes time. Uh, Your mind slows down. And you become attuned to things. Most importantly, you become attuned to your heart. And you start to notice the stirrings of your heart and what you desire. You also start to notice the pain of your heart, like things that are hard. And then in that place, you're invited to stay there and to bring that to God, who wants to come close. Silent retreats aren't about the silence. They're about this opening up to an awareness and an openness that God is very close. You just become aware of of reality, of truth. You slow down, you see the beauty of things. I saw more sunsets and sunrises in eight days than I did in the previous eight months. You know, for those of us who have inside jobs, I don't, I don't, my commute's not too bad. It's down a hallway, so, you know, not a lot of sunrises during my commute. Uh, I just started seeing all this stuff. But again, I, I saw it in the slowness and in the stillness and in the silence. And there was all these ways, too, that I saw that, gosh, just tragically, I'd been bringing my heart to all this other stuff or distracting myself from my heart with all this stuff, with just noises and sounds and busyness. I'm just running and rushing. And it was hard. It's hard to come down and notice your heart because everybody has pain. To like notice, like, oh, I feel lonely or I feel sad. I feel discouraged, whatever the thing is. Like, that's hard. But then there was this great joy in realizing like, oh, God sees me here and he wants to be close to me here. I even felt at times this sense of guilt of of almost an infidelity that like, gosh, I've been bringing my heart to anything and everything. Like Netflix and scotch and distractions and work. Like I've been bringing my heart to all that and it kind of works. Amen? Some of you don't like scotch, but uh, it kind of works. And it kind of doesn't. Like it just kind of numbs So there's a way in which, I think, to realize the presence of God, uh, oftentimes we do need to slow down. We need to be still. We need to be quiet. God is a lover. And he behaves as a lover does, which means with slowness and with gentleness and tenderness. He whispers. 
So I think if we're going to receive his coming, because he wants to come even closer to you all the time, he's present to you, but he wants to come closer, we have to tune our hearts and our minds and our ears and even our bodies as if we were receiving somebody who loved us very tenderly. So literally, we are called to do the opposite of what's going to happen for the next four weeks. And that is to slow down and to be quiet and to allow God to manifest his presence to us. That doesn't mean you can't do anything. That doesn't mean you skip all the parties because you're like, sorry, Father Scott said, you know, no parties. I can come to the party, but there has to be no music and I need a room for myself. (laughs) But there is a way in which there's a tragedy afoot in that God is so close to us and uh, we're missing him. So the good news of Advent is like, oh, he's very close. And he wants to come even closer. So the call of Advent is to notice him and to welcome him, to desire him, to think about him, to let his presence transform our lives. There's a great line from the first reading saying that, gosh, in the day that he comes back, it says, would that you would meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. Like the day that God shows up, we could look to him and be like, I was just thinking about you. You ever have anybody text you and be like, hey, I've been thinking about you? Or you show up and somebody's like, hey, I was just thinking about you. Like, gosh, to give him that gift, like to hold him in our hearts in that way. Hey, good news. Anytime you turn to him, you show up and, and recognize your presence with him, something in his heart says like, oh, hey, I was just thinking about you. God is totally present to you. He's always thinking about you. He's always attentive to you. He always wants to attend to your heart. He always cares about you all the time. God is utterly and totally present and towards you. And so Advent is this time that we become more toward him to receive his love. A lover knows no greater privilege than to be allowed to love the gift we give to Christ in this time is to let him love us, to let him speak to us, to whisper to us, to draw near to us. And he often does so again in the silence and in the stillness and in the slowness. So ask God for an Advent miracle that that you would receive silence and slowness and stillness. And I know life's crazy. I'm not up here to pretend like it's not really hard to, to, to receive and have those things. It's, it feels impossible at times. Amen? I mean, there's just so much going on. Uh, one of our announcements is that server training has been canceled for the third time because <laughs> we can't find a date when there's not a ton of stuff going on. I mean, it's, so it's crazy. But if we seek God out, we will find moments. Even if it's like, all right, everybody's going to bed. I'm going to go to bed, but I'm going to sit down for three minutes Maybe I've got some Christmas lights up. I'm going to turn off the lights and just be with the Christmas lights for three minutes in stillness and in silence to just notice, like, God, I need you here, and I believe you're with me. I want my heart to be towards you. So let's pray for that grace to find him, uh, to be attuned to him, to be open to him, because, gosh, he loves you. If all that Advent is is a countdown to Christmas, we missed it. There's an immense gift for us in this time.
because the God of the universe is so close and he wants to come closer. Thank God. Um, I'll give you a moment to pray. And if you're like me, sometimes this voice wells up that, in hearing this that says like, oh, I didn't know you wanted to be close to me. I, I just, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know you actually wanted to be with me. So if you're anything like me, if you just say that to God, like, oh, I, I didn't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize you wanted to be so close. I didn't realize you desired to, to come so close to me.